Hello, welcome to the Mighty Music Podcast. I'm your host, Chase Clink. This podcast is meant for audiences who love games, guitar, and music. Now let me stop talking. Let's get to the shreds. Welcome to the Mind of Music Podcast. I'm your host, Chase Clink, and I'm here to talk to you guys about guitar companies, types of guitars, and everything in between. So, a lot of different types of guitar companies out there. I personally love to play guitar, and I've been looking at some new ones and stuff, and I want to talk to you guys about types of sounds and different kinds of guitars you can actually get. So maybe this podcast will actually help you find that guitar that you dream and that you always kind of wanted and that sound that you really want. So we'll start out with uh, ESP or LTD, used by a lot of professional heavy metal artists. So, like, people like Kirk Hammett, there's a bunch, uh, James Hatfield, a bunch of other people, too. Those are two people on Metallica that actually use them, but there's a lot more that uh, you can go from. So, I've personally been looking into ESP or LTD, just for the reason reason that... um, that they're really heavy, have that really nice, like, good, very nice tone to it. Something that I kind of want. And LTD is, like, they're kind of a little bit of an off-brand piece of it. But, I mean, it's still pretty much the same thing, except they're a little bit more cheaper and a lot nicer. Well, not a lot nicer. I'm sorry. Excuse me. ESP is a lot nicer. So they go from a lot, meaning that they go from, you can get ESPs or LTDs. You can go from getting the ESP Americans, which is like your custom shops, you can go from getting your LTDs, obviously, you can go from ESP uh, E2 gens, you can do some ESP originals, Uh, and then LTD, like I said, also has their signature series, and they have the LTD TL series, which is like their acoustic side of it. So, some of their guitars, these are the kind of ones I picked out now, the ESP, the, the second series are super expensive, I'm I think these are their newer models. I'm not 100% sure about this. But uh, <clears throat> one of my favorite ones is I like the M-Series and the SN-Series. They're pretty much really close and similar. Except the M-Series is a 7-string as the uh, SN-Series is a 6-string. So I really like them. they got a beautiful burl top that's been dyed. And it looks absolutely phenomenal on it. Um... They are a Japan-built supercharged guitar for musicians who demand high performance in the studio or on stage. I'd love to hear that really dark, very punching tone, and that sounds like this actually gives. The problem is, is it is a $2,300 guitar or $2,300 guitar, which is a lot of money for what a lot of people want to build or, you know, spend on a kind of uh, guitar itself. It's definitely not a very cheap guitar. If you guys are very into music, this maybe would be for you. But at this point, that is a lot of money, to be honest with you. It's got a really nice, um, what is that called, whammy, or whatever that is, tremolo or whammy, whatever you call it. It's got that the cutout where you hit it. It's just kind of like a Floyd Rose kind of deal. Uh, beautiful looking guitar. has very nice inlays. It's got the normal dots, but then, as you know, as the... <clears throat> the restart of the E-string, um, it has a nice little ESP logo, very nice. So, it looks really good, it's got shallow strap locks and uh, got a locking tuners. Love locking tuners, you gotta love them. I mean, it's always nice to have your guitars always in tune and never really lose that. 
Because it sucks whenever you put it in a gig bag. Like how I, I got a PRS Santana. And I hate it whenever you put it in a gig bag. And then, because that's what I have right now, gig bag. And then it just, you messes up all your tuners. But it's nice to be able to just pull it out and play it. So, they're pretty expensive. Another expensive series is the actual um, ESP Originals. So these are like pretty, like like it says, they're original series. Like they're most, you know, just that they're beginners. And they're, they're now like super expensive. I personally like the Horizon. Uh, it's like a Strat style kind of a guitar. It's got, you can get them in double uh, humbuckers or a humbucker and a single coil. So humbuckers, just in case if you guys don't know, humbuckers are very dark tone. They're seen as like this rectangle shape, and single coils are very slim, long, uh, well, pretty much the same length, but they're slim, uh, and they have a very springy tone as the humbuckers have a dark tone. So they look good. My favorite kind of color is the uh, faded blue sky. It's like a watercolor. Um, again, like I said, expensive. This is actually more expensive than the last one. This one's six thousand dollars. It's got the Floyd Road Bridge, Floyd Rose Bridge. Sorry, it's got very nice inlays. I like the kind of just little stripes on it. Looks very good. Uh, it's got beautiful tuners on it. Probably got locking tuners for being that kind of that expensive. But um, uh, it's designed for high performance since it's created ESP's world famous custom shop by our experienced master luthiers. This guy. This guitar is made by their experienced, very professional luthiers, which are people who make the guitars. Very, and it's even a custom shop, so it's very, very expensive. It's got all that silver on it. It looks good with the blue. I love it. It looks absolutely phenomenal. And that blue, I swear, that it's just the most beautiful guitar ever. That really does look good. It has Seymour Duncans in it. Uh, I don't know really what kind of Seymour Duncans it actually has in it. But that's fine. It has a locking nut. Uh, uh, haul locking tuners. And that's pretty much it right there for that one. And it looks absolutely great. I love it. It actually looks amazing. Now the one I'm looking at right now is uh, Double Humbucker. So it's going to be a very dark, very deep kind of a guitar. If we're looking at single coil, ESP is pretty much the same thing with their single coils. It's a little springy, a little bit more springy, but it is, it's still going to be super, super, you know, kind of deep. Uh, people who use this guitar are Andrew WK, Benjamin Winman, and Buzz McGrath. All look like pretty heavy players. Pretty sure they are. But these are absolutely beautiful guitars, and they are a lot of money. So if you really are into guitars, I would probably buy something like that. But at this point, very, very expensive guitars. <clears throat> so we're going to do one now to D guys, and I have a bunch more stuff to get through. We're already, we're already through a bunch of time right now. But, so now we have uh, LTD guitars. Like I said, a little bit more cheaper but that doesn't mean they're exactly cheap on all of them. Some of them are actually pretty expensive. If it was me, I'd give them ESP just because it's an original model, and I would love to have more of a actual model, not like kind of like the Squire version of all of it. Squire just meaning like cheaper version. <laughs> so they have an EC series and the H series. I love them both. So we're going to switch it up because the H series is more like the Strat style 
but Sabrina the EC series. EC series are like the uh, Les Paul of them. It looks like a Les Paul, and it's very beautiful. You can get them in a lot of colors. Uh, we're going to go with the EC 1000 Piezo. Uh, it's, it's pretty much the same thing, but it has another really nice blue color. Now, you can also switch this over. To, it's called a see-through blue, and you can get through a see-through black. Very nice. <clears throat> I really like the see-through black a little bit more. It's like a grayish, and it's very nice. Reminds me of like how PRS does their awesome lines and their dyes and all of their wood. It looks absolutely phenomenal. So, um, it's got Seymour Duncan's in it. It's got all the black hardware, which is really cool. The, um, the, uh, inlays on the neck are like flags. It's like a flag moving a little bit. Very cool, very cool. And it's got all the black hardware, like I said. But it looks really cool. Looks very nice. I'm really into this. Uh, $1,100. It's got, it's got some, it's pretty expensive. I mean, I'm not going to lie to you. It's got a piezo pickup system, which is their own Seymour Duncan made pickup system for all of them. Or, as you know, Seymour Duncan 59s, which are pretty nice, heavy kind of Seymour Duncans. I really like those. So, locking tuners. Does it have locking tuners? It has locking tuners. It does not have a locking nut, but it has locking, locking tuners. Which is awesome. I really, if I'm getting an next one, it's going to have locking tuners. You gotta love that. If you don't have locking tuners, it's just gonna kind of suck anymore. But I still love all my my guitar that I have. It's absolutely awesome. I love that one too. But the piezo, definitely something that you may want to look into if you're looking for heavy music. Okay, time to switch up our genre. I've been talking about PRS. I want to go and see some PRSs. So as you know, like I said a few times, I have a PRS. Um, for the money, they literally, they make sure that their guitars are built well for the money. Uh, Paul Reed Smith is a guy who makes them, such as PRS, that's his name. But, uh, he, probably some of the most beautiful guitars you'll ever see in your life are probably on this. This is my personal, this is what I love the most. So, we can go to the, your cheaper series and then we'll go to the custom shops. So we have SE. SE series are like your cheaper ones. He just came out with the new 2020 models. And, um, they're super nice. Uh, looks like we got some Burl Dash, some Poplar Burl. You got some, uh, those are my two favorite. You got a 35th anniversary SE24, and it looks more of like a custom shop, kind of. We'll have to check that one out here. So the SEs are pretty much going to run you about 700 bucks to 900 Now this depends if you're also getting a standard. A standard goes from like about six, 700 bucks, And then if you get any kind of dyed wood, you get about, you get about maybe around eight, 900 bucks, sometimes up to a thousand. He made a, he made his new one, which is like his own. It's Paul's guitar and it's got the split coils in it. So it's like super, super expensive. It's got, it's about a thousand to twelve hundred. Uh, my own personal guitar is an SE Santana. I love these guitars. It's got a yellow. It's just really nice yellow and it's got the awesome lines of how they make the, the dyes on all the SEs. It looks absolutely amazing. He just came out with the SE Santana single cut trim too. That, that's, that just came out. It's fairly new, but I have the original Santana. absolutely love it. 
all their guitars have this really nice dark tone. It sounds absolutely phenomenal. By the way, most of these are all humbuckers, too. Uh, you can get stuff in single coil, but most of this stuff actually is all humbuckers, so very dark tone. But it has absolutely amazing sound to it. Like I said, the Paul's guitar has a split, which means that it can split the uh, humbuckers into um, single coils. So, I personally like the I like that one, and one of my favorites is the the burled and the two burls, the ash burl and the popper burl. So, um, he has his private stock, which is his super expensive kind of custom made guitars, and um, so I'm trying to look here. One of his new ones that just came out was is the Modern Eagle 5. I've never really checked this one out yet too much, but uh, it's just it's a limited edition, amazing looking guitar. Oh wow, I just seen this. Uh, the tuners on it are actually made of wood. They're actually like a, a very hard wood with co coated with a, the whatever it is to make them shiny. Wow, and the whole stock, you know, the whole neck of the guitar is just mahogany, it looks like. Instead of the PRS logo, it just has a mother of pearl eagle on it, and it's got all the birds that come down on the neck. And that is a signature, he always has the birds that come down on it. And this one actually has two humbuckers and a single coil. Like I said, he does make them. He doesn't do it a whole lot. So, it looks like a very good guitar. It has three split coils, so much, it has a lot of variety that you can do in it. <laughs> He doesn't do his split coils, but it's like volume knobs and stuff. He just has an extra switch on it. So, uh, looks like we have the uh, pickup change, too, on the side. I like the way this guitar is laid out. I just know it's probably super, super expensive. Unfortunately, he doesn't really tell you the uh, the cost on his site and stuff, so I'm not 100% sure how much this costs, but it's definitely very expensive. So, that's PRS. I love him. Love them. One of my favorites. Uh, so let's go on to the more uh, common. Let's go on to Fender. Uh, Fender, um, you always need a Fender in your collection. I'm not going to lie. You always need one. But it's definitely not my style, I would say. I mean, there there have been Fenders I've picked up and said, wow, these are amazing. Like just yesterday, I was at a music store. <laughs> Can't tell you the music store, I'm sorry, but, uh, it was just, I picked up a, it was a, uh, American Professional, I think it's called, in it $1,500, but it was absolutely amazing, it sounded so good, it had this glossiness on just the front of the neck, and it played so smooth, it was full-bodied ash, so the whole body was ash, and it had this, like, kind of a reddish tint sunburst, so to speak. But, honestly, we're only going to talk about really two here, and that is the Stratocaster, and it's going to be the Telecaster. So, um, Stratocaster, like Strats, I have a 51 Squire, which we bought for like 70 bucks, and now it's worth like 300 I think, or something like that, and just because of it is, it has this very weird, odd tone to it. It's just something weird to have. But, I like shirts, I like the way they feel, I like the, I like the sound of single coil, I like the sound of a hum, humbucker in it, and the humbuckers are still really springy and bright. 
So, I like it. Mine personally has one humbucker and two single coils, and most of them do. But uh, they sound really good. I don't have a lot of crazy stuff on mine, like the the lot of changes in the pickups to you know get really cool looking sound or sounding sounds out of it. But um, I like them. Or you can go American Performer and make it like super abs like absolutely the most beautiful sounding guitar ever. There's a lot of different kinds. You have to check those out yourself. But uh, you have to feel one yourself. Honestly, I'm. I mean, I could tell you the way how I feel, but you have to try one out yourself. But but I have picked up ones and felt it, and it's just like, wow, these are nice. So Telecasters, probably the biggest country kind of guitar that you can get. Um, again, you can play Strats for country too, but honestly, Tellys have got the countryness to it. If you know what I mean, hook it up with a compression pedal, just to make it like really, you know, distinct. And then you could probably have the, one of the most insane country setups in the whole world. So, uh, Strats have this kind of like a wavy kind of vibe. When Tellys have this kind of also wavy, but more of like a boxy, like I said, country feel to it. So, really like them. Um, you can get, a, again, you can get these in Squire, American Performer, American Professional, Elites, which are super expensive. And they pretty much, the original ones have two single coils. And sometimes you can get them kind of weird things like a humbucker and single coil or two humbuckers. And there's this one that Rob Zombie plays, which is a three humbucker guitar. And I was able to play it one time. And it, it, it sounds pretty good. I really like it. But it's just not my style. It's, it's definitely not my style. But I like strats more anyways. So, um... But it's still a really nice guitar. Another really good feature about them is that they're through the body, which helps get them more metal. Uh, I can't really explain it to you why. I think it's because the vibrations go through, like, into the guitar, too, which makes it even heavier sounding. But it sucks because, um, I'm just not, it's not my feel for me. But they're still really nice. I, I like the way they sound. I just don't like the way they feel. But there have been ones that I've picked up and been like, wow, these are super nice and I really like these. So, again, preference. It's whatever you like. Now, they also do custom shops also. Their custom shops can raise up, or I'm sorry, custom shops can raise up to about 15 grand. <laughs> they can they can get super expensive for what you want to choose on it. So, uh, this that's pretty much your preference. I can't really tell you how much it's going to be. If you ever want to, go to their site. And uh, you can pretty much customize your own and see how see just pull whatever you like on it, and then you can get it, you can get up to where you you know what's your cost like figure out how much you want to do with it. Okay, another good company is uh, Gibson. Everyone loves Gibson except Epiphone, which is the knockoff brand of Gibson, which they still make, but they've been they've been making some plays, and I will tell you what, they've been shooting Gibson out of the park for a little while, but we're here to talk about Gibson. I didn't say Gibson sound bad now. I'm just saying that Epiphone's hitting it up right now and that they sound pretty good right now. So a lot of people play Gibson, such as Slash and a bunch of country pe people who play country. Uh, Chuck Berry, pretty sure he's a jazz player. And they all pretty much play Gibson's. Gibson's a very big, all-rounded kind of you know, guitar company. So, we have Les Pauls and SGs, which are my two favorites. 
And then we're going to talk about another kind that they make, but for the last kind of company, we're going to hit it up with their three most commons. So Les Paul, biggest, most common body shape ever. Everyone copies them to get that kind of style. Uh, have They have make their own pickups, and these Les Pauls, the cheapest one I think you can get is about like a thousand bucks for an actual Gibson Les Paul, and it's, I think it's a studio, it's about a thousand bucks. The Junior's actually more, which is crazy, and then these can range up to about, I've seen one that's like $50,000, which is like a 61 rare kind of Les Paul. So, I like the studio, I don't think they sound bad, I think they're kind of nice, honestly, but like I said, the Junior's, I'm looking at it here, it is... For around four thousand dollars, just for a junior, and then a 60th anniversary 1959, seven thousand uh, dollars. You can get like a special single cut, four thousand dollars. It just goes on and on and on, and it just gets even more expensive as you go down. <clears throat> Love the way they sound. Uh, they have a very dark tone. Slash uses this. This is his main guitar. Uh, they, I think they make one of his, but I'm pretty sure they're like $6,000. But it's super cool. Excuse me, but uh, a big one I'm looking at here, right here, is a uh, Les Paul Axis Custom Finger Top with Ebony Fingerboard Gloss. $6,000. That's a lot. That is that is a lot. So looks like we got another Floyd Rose, too, so it's uh, $5,000 and... You got special gold on here with only one pickup in it. $6,000. <laughs> but definitely more of an art piece. Here's an actual junior, just a normal Les Paul Junior. It's $1,500. Bucks. But I love them. They're really nice. Here's a studio, $1,500 also. But it's like a little less. That's about it. But I really, I really like them. I mean, you can't go wrong with a Les Paul. But. It's also preference. I've played them before. I've played Epiphone. I like the feel of a Les Paul Gibson actually more. But like I said, all preference. So next electric they make is SGs, Left SGs. The guy in what is it? ACDC played um, SGs. It was his main guitar that he loved to play. He had many of them. Uh, <clears throat> I've tried them. I like certain ones, I don't like certain ones. I hate the ones where the strings come really high up. And they kind of, like, you gotta, like, bring your hand up a little bit. I don't like those ones. I like the, one, I like the ones that lay flat. But here's a crazy thing is that Slash also played these two. And they just came out with his own personally made double-necked SG. Uh, it looks sick. So the top one is a 12-string and the bottom one is just a 6-string. <laughs> The cost is insane, and we're going to save that to the end to tell you guys what it is, because I'm going to build some suspense here. So, one of my favorite ones is, some don't have this, uh, they have this, like, this metal piece that goes from it, from where the the bridge is, and it looks absolutely insane. It's just, it makes it look so much beautiful. It's got, some of them put art pieces on it, and also the kind of crazy stuff. I'm looking at two here. One is the SG Standard 61 Maestro Vibrola. By the way, when it means 61, it's just a replica of the 61. They still make these like today, and it's just a replica of the 61. So it's pretty much the same stuff in it. $2,000. And then you have the SG Standard 
61 sideways vibrola, which is another $2,000. The other one looks better. It's got a really cool little inlay of a bird, like a, looks like a hummingbird on it. Uh, you can pick up an SG Special, SG Junior, or you can pick up even a base, which is about $1,500. But. And then you have the standard 61, which is $1,800. Special is 15 and the Junior is 14 So they just came out with these really cool ones, which are your Moderns. They have, uh, again, like a Paul Reed Smith kind of vibe to it. It has a very nice uh, dye in it. It is about $2,000. But they're super cool, very nice. They have very nice looking uh, inlays. And I love the tuner rods. they got this clear, like, plexiglass kind of look to it. It looks really cool. And then you have your standards and your tributes. Standard is $1,500. Your tribute is uh, $1,100. So... A good amount of money, but definitely couldn't be worse than the slash nineteen sixty six to twelve seventy five double neck signed and aged. It's aged, it's gonna have very good tone. It's signed by Slash himself, and it's double necked. There's a lot of wood in that, and I bet you that he's probably the best wood for him. Four. $1,300. Actually, to be exact, $13,300. Whew, that is a lot. <laughs> um, I probably wouldn't buy it. This looks like it's got this like cool little split coil thing in the middle of it, but it's it's probably it's probably like an art piece, honestly, but once you buy it, it's probably worth about like six grand, just because of the drop on it. <laughs> Maybe one day it could be worth a lot, but that's just a lot of money to spend on something that really, you probably wouldn't play that, actually. It's probably just really like an art piece, like I said. But, I mean, if you have the money, like if you're pretty rich, you got the money and you want to blow some stuff off, there you go. I mean, it'll probably be worth a good bit one day, so I mean, it'll be, it'll be something cool to have. Another really cool one, just before I go on, is the Les Paul SG Custom Resu with Maestro Vibrola, which is 1963. It is white with awesome gold pickups, and it has the really cool Mother of Pearl inlays on it on the headstock and everything else. It's absolutely really cool. So, I told you, I'm going to say the best for last, which is acoustics. Um, their acoustics are probably one of their most expensive things on their sites. They can range up to a phenomenal amount. But here's the thing is I know that Echophone, like I said, was doing pretty good and actually kinda of beating them a little bit. But they there's no way they could beat their acoustics. Their acoustics are all aged in very high quality. So you can just get a studio or a standard for about a thousand dollars. Standard is thirteen studios a grand on the dot. And then you can start working your way up. <laughs> so Cheryl Crow, Country Western Supreme, is one of the new ones. It is by an artist, as you know, Cheryl Crow. $4,300. It's pretty expensive. It's got a good price tag on there. <laughs> and now these ones are just the kind of normal ones. You have a 125th anniversary J45. 5000 You have a 125th anniversary Hummingbird for... 
5500. <laughs> you have a 125th anniversary SJ200. I love SJs. I love the shape of them. I love the feel. I love the sound. $6,200. That's a lot. But, um, one of my favorites are doves. Probably will never get one in my life. Here's the reason why. Doves in a flight, which is a dove. $7,500. A lot of money to spend on an acoustic. Now, again, if you were like a super awesome freaking guitarist and you were doing gigs and stuff and you had the money, do it. I mean, all you want. I mean, you'd have to be probably like a surgeon and play guitar a lot or something like that because that's like a lot of money to have. Another really cool one I'm looking here, looking at here is a 30th anniversary Montana gold. It's got uh, these like wheat grass on the pit guard, gold hardware, super cool looking inlays, $6,600, it's a lot of money. Well, we're going to try to find some of the most expensive on here. I'm not here to just look at some good looking guitars. We're here to tell you guys the most expensive thing on here that I can try and find. Okay, so our last one was like $7,500. I'm wondering, it looks like actually on their site, on what they have, it's actually, that's pretty much the most expensive on their site. I know there are more expensive ones, though, because I've seen some go up to like super expensive, super, super expensive. There's a dove they just came out with that is like $15,000 or something like that on Guitar Center. Which is like super, super expensive. So that's like the most expensive I know right now. Which I told you guys like around 15 grand is like your highest you can go. And I, and there have been ones, and I may have said even more expensive, but there have been ones that are older. And are worth even more because of just how they aged. So it's all, you know, it's, I mean, it's, it can get up really high. But I personally love the sound of Gibson's acoustics. They are expensive, but they are worth the money for a while. You know what I mean? But, I mean, again, all preference. I love them. love EJs. And I love, and I love uh, the standards. I love the way everything sounds. So, that's pretty much everything I'm going to get through. Uh, well, maybe not everything. There's always, like, a little bit more kind of stuff. I have a, there's a bunch of guitar companies out there. I just picked some that are more, that are some of my favorites, such as the ESP and Paul Reed. Uh, Gibson, I don't own one yet, like I said, but I really would love to get one. Fender, again, not my feel, but love strats, love the way those feel. And that's pretty much everything, so, uh, yeah. Hope you guys enjoyed the podcast. As you know, have a wonderful day. I'm out with your host, Chase Glenn. Peace.